Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to yet another sparkling edition of the Thought Police with me, Mike Graham, and him, Matt Kelly, publisher Hello. of the New European. Indeed. Um, have you had any thoughts, by the way, about whether that's going to keep going once Brexit happens? I hope so. Yeah. No, I think it. I think it. It's definitely got a. I mean, the sales are holding up very well. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah, um, we haven't, as, as the saying goes, we haven't, we left, haven't yet. left yet. No, that's right. But I mean, I think a lot of uh, a lot of heart went out of the. The battle, you know, when yes. when he got such a you big You can tell that the majority. energy has been sucked right yes. out of it. I mean, all of yeah. my friends who are down in Westminster um, from last week yeah. have said the atmosphere is completely different. Yeah. You know, that whole toxic atmosphere that was in the chamber is gone. Yeah. An awful lot of the Remainer MPs who were causing sort of trouble, if, from my point of view anyway, yeah. have gone. Yeah. There's nobody on the green anymore. All the, yeah. all this, uh, you know, the TV studios have been taken down. There's nobody waving any flags of yeah. either description. No, that guy's back there. Did you he, see him? I saw him shouting at somebody driving into the car park. Uh, I mean, he's going to have to nutty, give it up, isn't he? Yeah. I'm not... Uh, sorry, uh, apologies to all Remainers if if this offends them. That guy is a pain in he's the arse. He's a arse. pain in the arse, yeah. and he's not very nice either, no. I can tell you, because I've had a couple right. of run-ins with right. him. Right, right. Right, and he's very prone to... Um, Immediately ramping up the yeah. kind of swearing content of what he right. says, and right. you know he's aggressive, he's horrible, right. and frankly, he's he's not helping anyone. No. What's he doing? You my know? my, uh, I just used the word remainer there, yeah. and of course that now is ridiculous, isn't it? Because there's no yeah. chance we're going to remain. Well, there's no point anymore. So is what, there? I, what I don't know is what what are we now? What yeah. what are we called? And, you know, politically, what are, are you are... even a, a thing? Would be would be my question. maybe not. I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe there's yeah. maybe there's no more reason to be. No. Well, there's a rejoiner, you know, I suppose you could... Yeah, but is that what you're going to be, though? Because what happens if, say, everything goes well? Yeah. Why would you want to rejoin? Yeah. What You know, what would be the, the reason for you to want to do that? I yeah. mean, funnily enough, I've been having a, the odd spat on Twitter, as you know, for quite a long time. This past weekend, um, I discovered there is a new substitute for FBPE. Oh, yeah? It's FBSI. What does that stand for? I presume the FB is still followed back, yeah. SI being Scottish independence. Ah. And all these nutty um, cyber nats were on my case because basically I, I put out what can only be described. I mean, you know me, right? Yeah. As a kind of tongue-in-cheek tweet to a guy <laughs> where I basically said, look, mate, you're all subjects of Great Britain. Yeah. You have no rights whatsoever on your own and you can only ever get independence if we decide to give it to you. <laughs> and you should have seen How did that go down? You should have seen it. 
<laughs> it got even funnier, however, the next day, yeah. where I declared that Scotland was not actually a country. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they're still arguing with me yeah. like five well, days is later. Is it? Is it? It's a nation, right? Well, but it's not a country. Interestingly enough, it depends on your definition. Yeah. It's called a country by the United Nations. Right. It's called a country by the Commonwealth. Yeah. But the definition of a country, technically speaking, um, is a territory with its own government. Yeah. Now... Well, it does have its no. own... And it's, well, it certainly didn't, did it? So well, has it I mean, only it has, just become... It has a form yeah. of local government. Yeah. So I was saying to them, basically, it's a country like Richmond's a country. <laughs> Richmond's got a local council, but they can't, they can't run everything that they want to do without right. recourse to the national parliament. But they've got, haven't they, I think the Scottish parliament's got the rights to raise taxes, hasn't it, for some, instance? In some, some instances, yes. Yeah. But Which, of course, the yeah. SNP don't use all of those because right. they prefer to complain. But they don't have their own defence policy, yeah. you know? They do have their own legal system. They do have uh, their own, uh, but they don't have their own. They don't have their own actual taxing organisation. Right. They still have to run it through HMRC. Right. So, ta- so my argument was, and like all these things, you can make an argument work. Yeah. You know, as far as I'm yeah. concerned, I can make it work. Yeah. You know, technically speaking, it does not fit the, the out-and-out definition of a country. Were you trying to wind people up yeah. by any chance? And of course, <laughs> I was getting named. I was getting called all sorts of names. Right. Yeah. Here's one for you. This so one guy. Uh, was stupid enough to uh, say, don't worry, Mike, there's no point in uh, looking towards the future because you look like you're going to have a coronary soon, right? Cheeky bastard. Unfortunately for him, um, it was quite late at night yeah. and uh, his uh, his Twitter handle had a uh, website listed on it, which oh, I no. checked, and um, there was a phone number. Oh, no! So I rang him up. <laughs> I rang Did him, you? yeah. Did you? Yeah, which I've done before. I've yeah. done it before when, when people have what given me say? lots of abuse. He answered the first time it went to voicemail, so I thought, yeah. I'll give it five minutes, I'll call it back. Was it his mobile? Yeah. Brilliant. He's a graphic designer. What kind Glasgow. of idiot leaves a mobile number on I the know. internet for? Oh, and my God. And it's his business Twitter account. Right, OK. Right? Well, I suppose that's fair enough. That, if well, that's where it's he's fair enough if it's your customs. business Twitter account, but yeah. you should go around abusing people. Yeah, them, right? no, quite. And um, he then... Uh, <laughs> so he answered the phone. I can't remember his name. Dan or Don or something. Yeah. He said, oh, hello. I said, is that Dan? Yeah. I said, he said, who's this? I said, it's Mike Graham. Yeah. He went, what? <laughs> I said, it's Mike Graham. Oh. Um, I said, what do you think you're doing? Yeah. And he said, how do you mean? I said, well, why do you think it's it's a good idea to wish somebody dead on Twitter? Oh. You're actually wishing me to have a heart attack. You think that's a good idea? Terrible. Oh, well, I was only joking. Yeah. I said, well, it's not a joke to me, mate. I yeah. don't think it's a joke. I don't yeah. think most people would think it was a joke. And he said, well, why did you say Scotland isn't a country? I'm like, it's not really comparable. <laughs> you know, we're having a conversation here. Yeah. And you're wishing me yeah. death. Yeah. I said, you better be very careful about yeah. that. Yeah. Did he want to know where you got his no, details? No, he eventually from? put his number, he just put the phone down. Did he? Was, and, um, but he was ashamed, was he? No, I said, I, just, I, I think you should apologise. Yeah. And he wouldn't? Yeah, he wouldn't apologise. And uh, he then deleted his Twitter account. Oh, no, did he? But he's now started up again. Right. Um, so I'm afraid <laughs> honestly, I'm, and, and, and blocked me. But you think, what's mate, wrong with people? Mate, honestly, Twitter. People like, I know you've you... got to be the thickest bloke in the world, right? Yeah. You abuse somebody with yeah. a horrible, vile thing. And listen, I'm, you know, I've got thick skin. I don't really care. Yeah. I just thought I'd fuck around with the guy. For yeah, a bit, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. And you know, I haven't finished with him yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we the other day when I came in for the uh, the Tuesday podcast, mm. when you came down the stairs, yeah. you were with Brendan O'Neill. Yes, right. from Spiked Online. Who Now, Brendan O'Neill, I've never met before. Right. And before I decided Twitter was no longer for me, we'd had, like, the usual sort of insults and slanging yeah. matches and 
Brendan would say the new European scumbags and all of this, and right. I'd say he's a right-wing fascist, blah, right. blah, 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 all of this. We meet in the lobby here, and yeah. he's, as seen... he's as nice as pie. And a, we have as a... are you. I've <laughs> never <laughs> seen a more genial conversation in my life. <laughs> a very nice enough, chat. Funnily enough, I did say to him, because um, the Thought Police came up as a conversation piece yeah. when we were doing we were doing that show off air, yeah. which you did the first one off, which is going really well, by the way. Oh, great. You'll have to come back in. In fact, you'll have to, I, was gonna, I did ask you this the other About day. About the planks thing, yeah. yeah. You're never I really around on a Tuesday. I can't make it. Tuesday's really tough for okay. me, yeah. But, All right. Well, well, anyway. We'll try and make we'll it work see, on We'll see if we can. Yeah. There must be one Tuesday you might be around. Yeah. Anyway, he... Um, I said, oh, um, yeah, I do this, this, uh, and he didn't know that I do the podcast, The Thought Police, because he, he likes the show that I do at Talk Radio, yeah. and listens to that podcast, and I said, oh, yeah, he said, oh, I don't, I don't know about that, he said, I'll have to go and have a listen, I said, I think you'll like it, I do it with Matt Kelly, and he sort of looked at me, because um, <laughs> I think there's, there's this belief, I think, in general, because of the way the world has kind of played out over the last year or so, yeah. or two years, or three years, that, you know, the, those of us who are kind of for Brexit only hang out with people who are for Brexit. For Brexit, yeah. And I think that's a tragedy, really. Yeah. If that's the way it's happened, I think that's that we need to get over Well, that, I said know? to you when when we went up the escalator, I said, do you know what? Before you go and have a massive falling out with someone, you should go and meet them yeah. and, and do it face-to-face. Yeah. Because, But then you said something very interesting about radio yes. advice. Well, I got this radio advice from Bill Ridley, the guy that used to run Talk Sport. He's retired now. And he and, and, and this was when I was sort of learning about it. Yeah. And he said, never invite somebody into the studio if you're going to have a row with them, because yeah. you'll find it really difficult to do. Yeah. Um, which I actually don't, <laughs> funnily don't. enough. But then, <laughs> but, then, but then I'm quite happy to have a row with them. But you are bizarrely, bizarly yeah. kind of uninhibited. Yeah, about well, that. As, I'm, as I'm told Unusually, by, yeah. by even my own family, yeah. you're not like anybody else. Yeah. That's what they say But to that's me. what I love about you. Yeah. You're absolutely, there's no, you're not trying to think anything. No, you're just trying to, I'm not it's trying, coming out. I'm not, I'm not I'm, trying to, in fact, you don't think at no, all. It just comes out. No, it's just spontaneous kind of, you know, Jewels. Yeah. But no, I, I, and also I don't have a side. I'm not for or against anything yeah. in particular. Yeah. I find myself going against people sometimes just for the sake of it. Yeah. You know? For a laugh. I mean, for my own sort of political purposes, I would probably be somewhere in the middle. Yeah. You know, I don't believe I'm right wing or left wing or anything, you know. But um, yeah, but he sort of gave me this look and uh, he said, Do you get on with Matt Kelly then? And I said, Well, yeah. I said, He's an old mate of mine. We used to work together. <laughs> yeah. And he was slightly taken aback, I think. Um, like I was some sort of monster. Yeah, because yeah. he said a lot of his mates had had rows with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you, I mean, you know, but 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 you but then you meet each other and you kind of yeah. go, yeah. Of and course. also, maybe now it's because it's all over as well. No, I, I, no honestly, I mean, he we're probably a similar... Maybe Is he a bit younger than me? I don't know. He, he's, yeah, I don't know. How maybe, he might well, be a little we, bit, yeah. Look, same sort of demographic, yeah. same sort of background, probably. His parents are from Ireland, funnily enough. He ah, told me well, that, so I'm um, a scouser. You know, he's first-generation British. Both, they actually moved here. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and we're so, both chippy tossers, yeah. you know, so it's kind of... I said you were a bit chippy, so yeah. I quite like that normally. <laughs> <laughs> I think the point about us is that you can row with people without falling out with them. Yeah completely as an individual do you know what I mean I mean the most extreme test of that for me would be Owen Jones who, yes I mean we detest each other right I've never met the guy I, he's I, never I, met me he, he thinks seems I, fairly detestable though he thinks I am a horrible homophobic but he thinks terrible, everybody is you know, uh, you know and I, I, I would plead that I'm far from you know as far from that as you could imagine yeah. I'm sure if we sat down and had a pint and we didn't realise who we were talking to you'd have a decent conversation I'm not but, sure you see because he's he's somebody that for me yeah. He's doing it for a reason, right? Right, because he's making a very good living out of it. Do you know what you the know? common factor is, mate? Out of all of these people, mm. that if you've, if you haven't got a sense of humour, then you're not going to be able to. No. I won't get on with you. Exactly. If you can't laugh at yourself, I won't get yes. on with you. And you I'd know? have to say that an awful lot of people on the left 
are lacking a sense of humour. Yeah. And I don't know why that is. Funnily enough, and I don't know if I mentioned this to you before, but just before the election, I was doing all the interviews with Labour front benches, and I got Rebecca Long Bailey. Yeah. And I actually made her laugh. Right. So yeah. I quite, I quite like that about her. Right. You know, I'm never going to be f flying the Labour flag for her yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. But she's one of the few. Yeah. That wasn't po-faced and wasn't, yeah. you know, right. completely and utterly ridiculous. And she's got something about her, and she's actually got a bit of panache, I think. For right. Is this part of your campaign to secure everlasting Conservative governments? Yes, it to is. get the yeah. Corbynite continuity well, to be honest, candidate. I mean, I did some more interviews uh, this week and last week with, with some various members of the Labour Party, and they're still not getting it. They're did you speak saying, to Keir Starmer? I haven't spoken to him yet, no. no. He's a um, very nice guy. Very I'm smart. Told he's, I'm sure very he's a very smart. smart guy. But again, they're all sort of falling over themselves to try and pretend that they're all working class. Yeah. You know, well, all... Keir Starmer, well, uh, he's certainly not working class, but he plays five-a-side football, I happen to know, every yeah. week with, okay. with a mate of mine. And is one of the Does lads, I'm told. Team, or does he just make that up? I don't know. He probably supports Arsenal. He, I think he lives in North London, doesn't he? Does he? Yeah, well, he I think lives, he lives, yeah, he lives in, well, in, in a fact, mansion in Highbury, doesn't he? No, he's. <laughs> I think he's. Um, he's I'm Alistair Campbell's in, I'm MP. You, I'm he's Gospel in... Oak kind of Hampstead. Oh, right, okay. That's so where he's, he's even more posh. Po even posher so than even you could imagine. Up the, the, yeah. the housing ladder than yeah. you. Yeah, but he's a human rights lawyer. I, I like Keir Starmer. Well, same as Sherry Blair. Yeah. Well, you know, she was responsible for bringing more scumbags into the country than almost anybody else. She was. Yeah, she was always defending them. She was. Yeah. She was working. Was it Matrix? I know that's true. Matrix. Yeah. She was always, you know, securing yeah. huge payouts for these yeah. scumbags who'd yeah. been sort of busy blowing up people around the world, and yeah. uh, somehow because they'd been arrested in the wrong place, yeah. you know, she'd get a load of compensation. As Julian Morn resurfaced. You know, he's still in hiding. Is he? I think the guy's got serious problems. Good news for foxes. Very good news for foxes, unless he's killing them <laughs> secretly now and um, carrying on this kind of bizarre uh, tirade. I said actually to yeah. Brendan O'Neill, um, because we did that off air this week with him, um, that if, if, if you're looking for a metaphor for the Remainers, <laughs> you know, he starts yeah. off the year, he starts off the year fucking, uh, you know, stopping Brexit legally yeah. through the courts, right? Yeah. With a his series of highly paid barristers. He ends the year beating an innocent animal to death. With, with a baseball, baseball bat. I mean, and then telling that's, the, that's it. And then telling the world about that's it. That's it in a nutshell, isn't it? Thinking it was nothing. Yes, yeah. I think that's. <laughs> I think, I think you that's know, fair enough. I think you know the losing of the plot. I think that's fair enough. I think out of all of this kind of maelstrom, once once it settles down, if something good comes out of it, it'll be that there's a new kind of centre ground yeah. emerges, and it won't be the Liberal Democrats. They've no. completely screwed it. They've up. lost the plot. But there'll be something, I think, which feels less extreme, more rational. What do you make of the Social Democrats? I the mean, SDP. I don't, I don't know whether they, there could be an emergence of a proper party, but, yeah. you know, Rod well, Liddle's a big fan. He of is, yeah. In fact, he's a member, I think. He goes around campaigning. And I've spoken to William Coston, I think his name is, yeah. who's the, uh, the sort of the guy in charge, yeah. who's very reasonable, yeah. so comes across pretty well. I've not yeah. actually met him, but I'm going to try and do that. Um, I just wonder whether there's enough... Labour voters yeah. who are really turned off by the whole Marxist rubbish yeah. and who want a bit of a kind of centre-left type approach. I think so much depends on you know? who wins this this election now, mm. doesn't it? Because it, cause it, What, if, you mean the next one? This, no, I mean the uh, Labour Party election. Oh, sorry, yeah. I mean, it's very interesting... I don't think it matters. I think whoever it is is kind of going to run it into the ground even more. Do you? Because I think they're going to have to... complete. I'm going to have to go two cycles, I think, yeah. at least. Yeah. I mean, I said to a woman today who I was interviewing, you know, is there any opportunity, do you think, in your lifetime that Labour will be back in power? Yeah. And she's a relatively new MP. And she said, oh, I think we'll win the next election. Yeah. And I just thought, no, no you're chance. crazy. No chance. Oh, I mean, she's got a chance if Boris completely screws it up. If Boris completely self-destructs. Yeah. 
Which but is always possible. It's always possible, but I don't see it really. It's, all, think, it's possible that he'll make a very good PM as well. I, you know, I think you, who he's, knows with he's him? become. I think he's become a better politician. Yeah. Since the cock up between him and Gove the first time around. Yeah. And I think he's understood a bit better what the job is. Yeah. And well, it's also, not, and it's not about being a big buffoon and being yeah. an idiot. It's actually quite serious. And he was over this week in Belfast. Now that they've got their power sharing agreement, yeah. funny what an election will do, isn't it? When it looks like you're all getting shafted at the election by the by the voters, you suddenly go, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, hello, maybe yeah. we should sit down around the table again." Yeah, um, yeah. And he actually looked prime ministerial, like he's grown up a bit. I think he has. Yeah. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well, I mean, he's, I suppose, the scale of his majority, which is. It's bigger than any majority Cameron ever got. Yeah. And well, I mean, nobody's had this majority no. since Blair. Really. Yeah. So and, I, and, I suppose Brown would have had it. Wouldn't so it? it was interesting. Who did I read saying that the biggest regret that um, Blair and Alistair Campbell had of their kind of ten years was that the first two years when they had that enormous majority yeah. that they didn't grasp yeah. the nettle. He more. said that to me. They didn't yeah. do more. They should have just really gone for it. Yeah. You already set up the bloody Supreme Court, caused the complete and utter collapse of the whole uh, Brexit yeah. project. But I wonder. But if... Interestingly, I wonder whether the House of Lords will survive Boris's tenure. Do you... Ah, really? Because I think that they certainly want to reform it. Well, yeah. when you look at the numbers, I mean, I was looking at a piece written by someone the other day. India yeah. has fewer um, MPs in in the Congress really? than we have. That's incredible. Right? Well, you've got 650. Yeah. They've got something like 350 for a right. country the size of India. Wow. Right? And when you look at even America, the Senate yeah. only has two people from each... Um, That's right. They've got 100, haven't they? 100 yeah. senators. Yeah. Right? I know that the other chamber, the House yeah. of Representatives, have got more. Yeah. But if you consider that that's their second chamber, they've basically got 100 people. Yeah. In the House of Lords, we've got 800 of them. It's nuts. It's ridiculous. It's nuts, and half of them couldn't give a toss. No. And half of them have got, like, dementia, and half of them are, like, a, just, like, payoffs. Well, I'll tell you one thing that hasn't worked is Tony Blair's idea of cutting back on hereditary peers yeah. and just adding people in yeah. who you fancy putting in there. Yeah. Because, I mean, if, and there's a lot of people not happy about the fact that, you know, uh, anyone can be nominated to go in as a politician, effectively. Yeah. You know, and you might end up with, you know, the failed leader of the Liberal Democrats. What's her name? Um, oh, Joe Swinson. Joe Swinson. Yeah. Going into the House of Lords. Yeah. I mean, that would be a travesty. I had, I harboured, uh, you know, if we'd have got a second referendum and Britain had been returned to the European mm. Union fold. Yeah. Right, I thought it was quite reasonable for me to expect some sort of you know, elevations really? to the Lords. Yeah. Would you take or a knighthood. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. See, I wouldn't. 100%. And I'd wear the medal all the time. <laughs> do you get a medal? Would you? Do you? If you're... Well, no, if you get, like, an OBE do or you something... you not get a little... Um, you get a little thing to put on your lapel. Do you? Know, yeah. Of, I think. Yeah. I I'm know. a Lord. I don't know. Do you know the editor of the Daily Mirror, uh, Lloyd Embley? Oh, yeah. When I... Um, so, me and him sort of grew up together, career-wise, right. and we worked very closely together yeah. when we were production sub-editors. Yeah, yeah. And Lloyd, because Lloyd's quite a nice guy, Lloyd, very yeah. nice guy, yeah. and but very cultured, you know. Yeah, and gives off, gives off. He's quite posh, isn't he? Well, he gives off an air of poshness. I'm not sure how not? posh he actually is, but really? he gives off an air of poshness. But this is the point: whenever he went abroad, or he was phoning a right. a restaurant for a reservation right. or a hotel or whatever, they say, "What's your name?" And he would say, "Lord Embley." Right? <laughs> 
And they would go, oh, Lord Embley, right, yes, sir. And if he so was ever pulled up on it, he would, say, he would say, no, 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 I said Lloyd Embley. Right. And they go, oh, I'm mistaken. Here's my card. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> well, I mean, Nicholas Lloyd, so Nicholas Lloyd is a bit like that. Yeah. You know, he used to love using the He's old... He's very posh, though, Sir Nicholas. He? Yeah, but I don't think he came from a particularly no, posh no. background. He came no. from a sort of working... I think he came from a relatively working class background. He went to Oxford. Yeah. And he did very well for himself. Yeah. But I first met Nick when he was editor of the News of the World. Yeah. In America, funnily enough, yeah. when Charles and Diver were on a, their first trip to the White House. Right. I mean, it shows how old I am, right? Yeah. Ronald Reagan's White House. Bloody and I hell. stood in the Rose Garden watching it all, right? Crikey. And he invited everybody who was there, covering it, basically, to a. I mean, this is when I started my friendship with Nick Lloyd. Yeah. He invited everybody who was covering it to a drinks party at his yeah. lavish Fantastic. suite at this hotel in Washington, D.C. Fantastic. And then we became good friends. We started playing golf together. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a very nice, I didn't know you guy. were that friend. Well, I only met no. him for the first time this Christmas at yeah. Piers's party. Oh, right. Is and, that right? Yeah. And oh, he was, no, I've uh, known him for years. Yeah, very nice guy. But, well, it was really funny because, I mean, he was quite mischievous as well. And we'd sometimes go off and play golf. And he used to come to New York a lot with his, with his wife, Eve. Yeah. Um, and she... For a while, I think worked out there. I think she edited didn't she um, edit a the... magazine out there. I yes, she which did. L or something. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was L magazine. Yeah, and he because he went to Harvard Business School. Did he sent by Rupert Murdoch? Yeah, ah, nice. and funnily enough, realised that he wasn't going to stay, and he took the job with the Express because yeah. when he got back from there, they just sort of moved into Wapping. Yeah. And he was walking around, you know, just generally sort of kicking his heels. He had an office, but he wasn't. <laughs> he didn't have, really have a job. Yeah. And. Um, They'd already given the news of the world to David Montgomery, I think, oh, right. at this point. And he said he saw a uh, notice up on the board that said, no coffee to be drunk at the desk, signed Sir Nicholas Lloyd. <laughs> oh, sorry, Nicholas Lloyd, he wasn't Sir then. Yeah. And he went, hang on a minute, what about the fucking guy in charge of the drinks? <laughs> so suddenly the, uh, the Express editorship came up and he went for it and he got it, yeah. right? Um, and he got his knighthood for services to, yeah. to Margaret Thatcher. Yeah. Um, but he got. But he's a brilliant guy, and he did really well, and he got to the top of his profession. Yeah, that, so, to me, fine. Phil uh, A. But House, he was Phil quite happy chamber. to use his knighthood, is what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. for all sorts of reasons. But it was very funny, because when I first came back to work in London, for him, basically, the Daily Express, yeah. I just assumed everybody was mates with the editor, because yeah. I, I didn't really know. Oh, no. And I'd come back from, um, from New York, where he would come to Costello's, and we'd all hang out, we'd play golf, yeah. we'd all go out for dinner... You know, I had no conception that, that nobody did that yeah. back in London. And right? people were scared of the Edison stuff well, like this. Well, yeah, so so I came in and I was sitting um, famously at the, the reporter's desk, I think the first day I was there, smoking, because you could in those days, <laughs> right? And he came in and he always had this quite big briefcase full of, I don't know what it was ever full of. But, yeah, and he sort of stopped at my desk and started talking to me, you know. And um, he then wandered off up to the, to the office. And Ian McGregor, who was yeah. now the editor emeritus of... Uh, the Telegraph yeah. was then sort of deputy news editor or something. He came over to me and said, "Oh, um, so you were talking to the editor?" I went, "Yeah." yeah. Um, what, what was he talking to you yeah. about? I said, "I'm afraid I can't tell you." Yeah. <laughs> and he was only talking about golfing yeah. or something, you know. Yeah. Um, it's, I said, "In fact, um, I've got to go out, <laughs> you know, on a sort of uh, private secret. mission for yeah. him. You know, I can't yeah. really say anything anymore about it." Yeah. He went, "Right, okay then." And so I just fucked off. <laughs> and I would do this on a regular basis. I'd just go, you know, go out for lunch or something. And inevitably, actually, I'd probably come back with a story. Fantastic. Journalists but, are so paranoid. I know. But yeah. he was terrified of the fact yeah. that I would then... Because then he's thinking, well, what's he going to tell the editor the next time about me? Yeah. 
Oh, no, but totally. he also the other thing that he used to do, and this was also very mischievous, was Gerard Greaves was the uh, deputy news editor for a while, who's now I think deputy editor of the Mail. Right. And we'd be driving up to Woburn to play golf in his Jag. He used to drive horrendously fast, and yeah. like right on the tail of somebody in front. And I'd be thinking, I'm going to die here, you know. <laughs> yeah. And he'd put the speakerphone on and call him up and talk him through, again to talk him through the news list. Yeah. Sort of winking at me, you know. Yeah. And yeah. he'd say things to Gerard like, no, nah, I don't fancy that one. No, it's yeah. not very good. Yeah. And then he'd sort of nudge me. Right? <laughs> and I thought, this is really, really cheeky. But it was very funny. And then you could also hear Gerard Greaves yeah. kind of crawling to him and creeping yeah. to him, you know, yeah. trying to make out. Oh, uh, that's great. It was very funny. Well, I used to, when I was late night editor of The Mirror, I used to have to phone Piers now and again at night when, oh, yeah. when something had happened, you know. And he was always out in those days, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, always. I, I mean, mean but, I remember when he went to TV, yeah. he said, you know, thank God I've stopped putting on all that weight because all yeah. I did was eat and drink in the evening. That's yeah. all I ever did. And, he, and, and he, he, if he wasn't going to the Arsenal, then he'd be out networking, wine He was dining. very good to the staff. I mean, yeah. I would end up quite often in restaurants having dinner yeah. with him and about five yeah. other people so because we'd been in the pub. It was brilliant. So he was there every... Davies in the pub down yeah. the corner. He'd be there every Friday buying drinks. There was a Chinese called the... What was it called? There was the Ho... Was it Ho place, wasn't it? No, it was like the Real China or something like this. Can't remember. On the, in, oh, the in, one by the In boats. Tower Hamlets. Not the one down by the by the quayside. No, no, no. That came much later. But oh, there was okay. like a sort of bog standard. No, I know. Old place. friends, it was called. Oh yeah, old yeah, friends. And we used to go there a lot. So I mean, it was quite unusual. Yeah, yeah. Put, And he had a family and everything. So you know, he oh, was he was very him... much a man of the people. Yeah. Wasn't he? But I um I remember phoning him up one night, and of course I used to swear a lot, still do right. actually. And Piers used to swear a bit, and certainly right. didn't mind it. And some story had come on it, and I was like, Piers, you'll never effing believe what right. this C has just right. got up to. Right. And I went on and on. I was so excited. I went on for about two minutes, right. like breathlessly, swearing like a trooper all the way through. And finally, Piers got a word, and he said, Matt, my mother and three children are in the car, <laughs> and, you're, and you're on speakerphone. Uh, I got that once with Craig. I did the same. He's got, I got the kids in the car, Mike, after I already uttered the C word about four times. But listen, here's what we're going to do, because we haven't got an awful lot more time. I've got a picture to show you. Oh, um, of the tree. Of the tree, yeah. right, um, which I've now We lost. should remind people, this was your Christmas tree, which had no roots, now, had yes. a cut bottom, and you believe... And I've replanted it in my garden. You believe it's going to grow new roots. And yes, and even as you say it, you can barely contain your mirth, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. But look, this is it right. after a week in the uh, ground, let me see. and it has not lost any of its greenery. Right. It has not turned brown. No. Right? I'll, in I'll, fact, yeah. I can tell you that... Um, Do you my... believe it is now drawing up... Yes, I believe nutrients so. Nutrients and moisture. I think so. Without roots. Yes, I think it is. Because uh, it's evolved to an extent. Well, yeah. Listen, I had a tweet from a guy who sent me a picture <coughs> who said that he's replanted three trees yeah. in his garden, right? Yeah. From the Christmas uh, scenario. Yeah. One of them's still alive. He's taking the piss. No, mate. he's not. He showed me the picture. <laughs> and it's growing like video, right? Well, my I can't son, wait. My youngest son has been put in charge of this and he was a bit worried yeah. because apparently. All I did was literally stick it in a hole <laughs> that happened to be in the garden, right? Yeah. And obviously it wasn't very stable. Yeah. And apparently it was quite windy last week. It blew it down. Blew <laughs> so he's he's <laughs> he's he's dug a bigger hole. Yeah. And he's put it in properly, right? right. So now right. it's absolutely properly rock implanted, solid. rock solid, not going right. anywhere. Even if you know Storm Brendan. So just just for everyone's clarity, yeah. you are still of the belief well, that this tree. Well, it's not Look. It's yeah, OK, green. but you still believe that this tree will grow new roots yes. and will be alive yeah. and well. I think so. You're mad. I don't think I am. You're mad. No. And what about the worm? Because the other week well, you said that there was a worm. I'm sure there is. That I if you cut, found it If yet. you cut this worm in half, yeah. it turns into two worms. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I've yet to find the actual species of worm that's yeah. in the world in question, but I'm sure yeah. there is one because I'm yeah. sure that I've I've read about it somewhere. Right. right? <laughs> well, if anybody knows, if anyone knows about this worm, or indeed people any, people have been making fun of me because yeah. of you, right? Yeah. After that last podcast went out, yeah, people have been ripping Good. the piss out of me, saying you're an idiot. Yes. And I mean, you know, you don't <laughs> lose many arguments, but you've fucking lost this one. And so they're all on your side. Well, on this if, one. so if, once again, I'm going to have to prove. Well, look, I'm going to put out an appeal to try and help right. you. If anybody out there knows of any animal or mm. plant that can be either have the root system taken yeah. off or can be cut in half yeah. and become two other animals right, right. my mike <laughs> wants to know listen there are things that we don't know anything about right there are there are creatures at the bottom of the sea yeah that, that you, you can cut we, them in half and they become well, two very possibly there are there are sea snails mind right? you amoeba i suppose you know they divide don't they, they do yeah. sponges as well you can cut yes. a sponge in half and it will become yes. two sponges so can it see, can it yeah i think so yeah. yeah. Well, I, if you cut one in half at home, you've got two sponges. What are you talking about? You right, I want, right, you leave your sponge in the bath right. and see if it comes back to life. No, I don't think it's Put alive. Put some salt in no, it. No, once you've got it home, it's not alive. It's not, no, no. What, like, a, like a Christmas tree, you mean? No. Ah. No, you can replant those. <laughs> well, there's no point planting a sponge, is there? That's not going to do any good. But here's the thing. Um, where they're in, or in the sea, if you were to cut a sponge in half, yeah. like a piece of, or like a piece of coral, yeah. right, it will grow somewhere else. It won't just die. Well, I don't. I have no idea. Yeah, but exactly, you have no idea. So you're going to try and make out that I'm wrong. I'm ridiculing you without any basis yeah. of knowledge. Well, you know, you've heard of the Mariana Trench, haven't you? I have. Which is the deepest, deepest bit of deep, as the planet. Brazil would say, the deep depth of the ocean. <laughs> you can't say deep. You don't say. He can get the lips immediately. So um, there are things down there that nobody even knows. They reckon That's that they've right. got sort of sea creatures that would be like, say, a seahorse or yeah. something the size of a Cadillac. <laughs> Joking. But there's a reason why. Why right? a Cadillac? What <laughs> <laughs> could be a Vauxhall? A seahorse uh... the size of a car. Yeah, That's because brilliant. you know why? What? Because the pressure's so high, so high down there, yeah. that like a lot of submarines can only go to a certain depth. Yeah. Because yeah. they would get crushed. But seahorses can somehow grow giant well, things. Well, they have to be giant. Do they have little to... sea jockeys on them? <laughs> No, but they might have the little fan at the back that makes them go. And now we're going to the 315 <laughs> at the Marianas Trench, and it's it's animal doesn't exist. Yeah. Ahead of... <laughs> well, listen, you ridicule this, right? Yes. But it's true, because yeah. they say that everything is I enlarged. That. Everything is enlarged by the size, yeah. because of the pressure of right. the water. And it, because if it's too small, it gets crushed. They're my, that's now my second favourite Mike Graham fact. Is the it? first one is that the... Last ice age stopped yeah. at the, have a, at the bottom of yeah. have a stock. Yeah, yeah, which is true. And the and now that there's seahorses the size yeah. of Cadillacs. <laughs> <laughs> well, the world's a fantastic place. I mean, we've explored more of the space around yeah. us than we have of the actual planet we're on. That's right. Because they can't put. I think they've only just recently put somebody. In some yeah. kind of um, James Cameron, you know the the, the, yeah, the guy who does there, Titanic. He? He, yeah. He's serious about he, it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think he's done it yet, has he? Well, he went down deeper than anybody's ever yeah. been before. But they had yeah. to build a specially yeah. enforced um, sort yeah. of dirigible of to some stop kind. the seahorses from stop, tearing well, it apart. You wouldn't be eaten by a giant seahorse, <laughs> would you? Imagine that. Not what a very nice way to go. But they're meant to have like huge like water beetles and things as well. Which <laughs> what? what? I just love the specific nature of these animals that you know don't exist. I don't know if they exist. But, 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 you, but, but if no one knows they exist, but they right. you've imagined. Well, what these, about a lobster then? You've seen lobsters. A lobster before, the right? size of what? Could be size of a, a tennis wheel truck. A, or a something. tennis court. Yeah, or a house. A maybe. house. A house-sized lobster. A house, imagine that. Imagine feasting on that. 
Yeah, you could have that for a long time. Mm. So, I mean, the point is, is there's a lot we don't know. Certainly. Because the Mariana Trench is as deep as Mount Everest is high. Yeah. So, I mean, you could actually put Mount Everest into the Mariana Trench and you wouldn't see it. Amazing. Isn't that incredible? It is incredible. Mm. Have you ever fancied climbing? I, I used to climb. Did you? I've done a lot of climbing. Well, actual, actual climbing? Yeah. On our honeymoon, we went to Everest Base Camp. For did our, you? Yeah, we trekked to Everest Base Camp, but we... We, we is did it as bad as everybody says? It's really crowded. Yeah, no, yeah, it's pretty gr grotty at the top. But the um, we did my wife and I did a big Transalp uh, walk in in the winter from oh. Chamonix to Zermatt. That's called the Otru. My, the, my the youngest road. son wants to go to the Alps. It's wonderful. I, I tell you, if you if did you, you want to get, did you ski? No, we walked. Oh. We we mount we you know mountaineer. So I'm done climbing in the Lake District and right. down at Portland and stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, mean, I like love it. being very high up, but I don't fancy actually yeah. climbing. It's scary. That's what I like yeah. about it. Really? But then kids come along and you haven't got any time. So Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. I mean, we used to have a lot more holidays when we didn't have children. Yeah. yeah. It costs a lot more as well. It doesn't it half. Buggers. Right. Well, that's another edition of Thought Police. Yeah. I'll see you next week. See you next week. Bring your seahorse. <laughs>